Hello you, how are you doing? You join me beneath a tree and I'm sat in one of those kind of um, wastelands that are near housing estates behind the back of a shopping centre. <laughs> I'm behind Asda on Wortley Wreck which used to be an old playing fields but it's become overgrown and it's kind of half kind of tarmac, half sort of football field. It's the kind of place where you know you just see like random horses kind of just roped up, just grazing. You're like, who owns that horse? Who's looking after it? Why does it look so knackered? It's kind of one of those places. But I found a little perch on, um, looks like some um, cement, some cobbles together. Very leads, lots of cobbles. Used to be cobbles around here. But um, I'm sat on that perch beneath this tree and feeling, ooh, uh, well, <laughs> this is kind of evocative of my teenage misspent youth, really. I don't know about you, but I spent a lot of it kind of on... Uh, wastelands uh, behind the back of supermarkets getting into mischief wondering why I wasn't cool enough to be with the cool kids and just messing about with my geeky mates and feeling kind of yeah a bit melancholy and a little bit inward reflective which is kind of helpful actually because um that, that's not a bad thing um reflection would probably help in what I'm about to explore with you if you're up for it so yeah this is this will really help me and and I think it might excite you as well if you're um, one of my kind of die-hard listenership out there. You know who you are. Hello. Um, so I've I've had an idea to do this thing. It's I'm calling it authentic improvisation, but I think when I go into it, it's it's more than just improv. Um, and it's there's a there's a it's like a, there's a problem wrapped up in it. There's a kind of challenge that I've noticed struggle, a lot of people struggling with, and not just improvisers. And it's this idea that. We spend a lot of our time um, just up in our heads, kind of thinking, uh, it's kind of a fear-based, kind of second-guessing, sort of anticipating what might happen in the future or lamenting what happened in the past. And lots of people talk to me about not feeling like they're in the here and the now, like they're not feeling very present in the, in the moment that's going on before them. And there's a kind of regret or a frustration at that because you're not able to experience and enjoy what's going on in front of you. Even if it's not an enjoyable experience, you're not kind of there for it. You're not aware of what's going on. You're kind of in your head and in the future or in the past. And improvisers bump into this a lot. They call it literally being up in your head. And they'll have got up on stage together, a pair of them, and they'll have stood opposite each other talking. And it'll all be this kind of fast and furious blur of trying to be funny or trying to be clever. And then the, the scene ends, this, this make-believe scene where they're playing characters and making up a kind of a little uh, situation that, that happened in um, using their imaginations. And they'll come out the, the other side of it and they go, yeah, there was, that was all right, but there's something missing. Like, I, I didn't feel like, you know, there was anything going on between us and it was just kind of disposable and um, it was lacking. And there was something about just that could have been so much more if only. And then they go up into their heads about, oh, it could have been this way, it could have been that, or if I'd have done this differently, I'd have changed that. You know, there's lots of kind of lamenting the way things were and how they could have been different, and that's all kind of up in your headness. And it's uh, it's almost like, yeah, it's, it's a, it is a loss, it is a regret that you're not there for what was unfolding while it happened at the time, and you'd wish you'd just been more there. A friend of mine recently discussed um, how she'd met someone who... Um, when she came back from work at the end, at the end of the day, work, and, and she'd been reunited with her kids, and the kids wanted to play or whatever, and she'd realised that, like, she was still in work in the past, thinking about meetings and what had gone on and whatnot, and just wasn't really there with her children, which is kind of bittersweetness of this. Like, yeah, I'm talking about improv and how the improv scenes could be better, but there's also, like, a not being, like, 
available, like emotionally available, physically available, because you're just mentally unavailable. You've kind of checked out. Um, another client has discussed how um, something might happen um, and then that just sends them up into imagination and their frustration at their partner and then when they're doing something together like going for a nice meal or cooking or whatever that there's just not that connection there between them because they can't stop thinking about what happened or something's just keeping them stuck in their head and not able to enjoy the here and the now of what's going on between them so that's that's the nature of the problem and I think there's something we can do here. I think there's something I can do that I'd like to explore. And, and that's why I'm launching this workshop called Authentic Improvisation. And I guess um, what it will look like is to be determined yet. Because I'm, I'm sort of gathering people who might want to play with me um, as I discover the best ways to kind of tackle this problem. I'm already sort of testing little experiments, little games, little exercises... Um, from authentic relating with my improv group so I'm seeing how they land and seeing how I can tweak them and seeing what gives people like the most bang for their book on the things that I bring into the room because the plan is I want to facilitate this workshop and get people in a room and not teach but explore together this problem of being up in the head and how it affects your improvisation but also how it affects you in day-to-day life and I think authentic relating can really help with this. Um, now, I've probably harped on about this before. I've definitely harped on about this before. But AR is a practice of going into what it's like to be you. Like having a shared experience of being human. And it's kind of like improv. You sort of, you can work in groups or pairs and you play little games. And it's often going kind of, kind of backwards and forwards between you. Of like live streaming what it's like being you in that moment so you, the sensations going through your body the feelings you're having the reactions you're having to what people are saying um and just being true to what is going on because you can't always be present and uh, be in the here and now of the moment and that is kind of also um part of being present because it's about welcoming what happens like if we are distracted if we're not if we're not available to the people around us if we're not in the here and now that is just exactly what's happening and often wanting that to be different and being frustrated and about that and getting angry at yourself because you're not here in, in the here and now just <laughs> compounds the problem. It's just, it's resistance and resistance always kind of makes stubborn problems like this um, really dig their heels in. So that's the hope. So what to expect? Yeah, I'm hoping because it, it hasn't happened yet, this workshop, because I'm still building it and testing it with kind of friendly improvisers and curious kind of fellow travellers. Um, that's still shaping up. But here's what I think will happen. So it'll be a kind of day-long thing and it'll be nice and leisurely and it'll be in a room and I'll spend a lot of time helping people relate to one another. So getting that kind of the eye contact going, getting the shared experience. Oh, I felt, uh, here's what happened to me. Oh, I felt like that too. This is what happened for me when I had that experience. So there's something about, um, yeah, a shared experience of what it is to be human. And I think that um, will contribute to this overall sense of safety that I want to create. And now, safety is big in improv, and it's often about like the subject matter we talk about. You know, there are places that you that the improv can go that might not be comfortable. It can explore stereotypes, it can explore violence and anger, and and that's kind of one kind of safety. But there's another kind of safety that that I feel is less spoken about in improv, but also in workshops generally. And when when we go into a room together, is how do we feel safe enough to 
share what's you know tender for us share what's vulnerable for us and go into that kind of that painful territory of uh of what it is to be alive and the safety i think can come from doing bodily exercises and i'm i'm a, a pi a physical intelligence coach so i'm very interested in the the experience of being in your body and how that can kind of get us out of our heads so i think there'll be a lot of exercises of moving around the room and doing shakedowns and things and i hope dance will be involved because i love dancing but certainly movement in the space uh hopefully a bit of breath work as well i'd like to get my friends in breath work involved in that to bring a little bit of um that kind of uh practice into it and it'll be about regulation so while if you were on this workshop and you were in the room with me you wouldn't necessarily know what was that i was doing this kind of regulation work i call it regulating but uh, co-regulating is, is particularly interesting. Um, you won't know it's this, but it, it's a case of getting everyone in the room, getting their nervous systems synchronized. And you can do that through breath. You can do that through movement. You can do it through eye contact. There's loads of different techniques that you can do. Um, improv games as well are really good at this. We can do things like mind meld and soundball. It's just to create a sense that it's okay to be a little bit silly and it's okay to kind of gently push what we're comfortable with in the room so we steadily feel slightly more and more comfortable with playing and saying things that we wouldn't normally say to people under you know usual circumstances out in the world so that will be a flavor of it so it'll be a warm plenty of like warm-up really gentle warm-up to get everyone feeling safe and getting people to know each other then we'll kind of go deeper into the maybe the heart stuff the authentic relating get people uh sharing experiences with one another or we could begin with the body stuff and moving around the room to sort of get everyone synchronized get the nervous system synchronized so they feel safe and then maybe like if i'm working with improvisers we go into the improv games and there wouldn't be any improv talk because that's not my ambition to teach improv with this the people i want to work with probably have been doing improv a fair bit and they, they, they probably know enough skills what they're lacking i suspect is something about the safety, it's something about the connection, it's something about the being present in the here and now that will really give them that platform they need to bring all those other skills they already know to life. Um, so yeah, there'd be some games of playing improv, not necessarily kind of um, scene work as we call it, so like um, really involved improvisation with character and plot and this kind of thing. That might play a part, I don't know yet, but it's it's almost as if I want to bring improv in a way that is that is so subtle and so um, easy and simple and straightforward that even if you're not an improviser, you'd get something from it. We're just playing games, playing a little bit of make-believe, sh- sharing a little bit more of ourselves bit by bit to feel safer and to feel like we're, um, we're, we're having a, a lovely time with our fellow humans. So I'll take people into that. But I think the difference that I'd like to do that... Um, I've seen missing on quite a lot of improv workshops, certainly, is circling back up again and reflecting on what just happened and what it was like being you and what you've just realised about yourself and how that might affect what will happen when you leave the room. Um, I think Chris Meadow uh, did this really well. Um, I did his Fables workshop earlier in the year, um, an episode probably in March. Go back and have a look at that. Um, But I thought that was really interesting to see that done in improv. So there was a lot more reflection, a lot more... And um, yeah, a, t- a time to um, express what's coming up for you. Because often in improv, you do the improv, it stirs up a lot of stuff. Then you sit down 
and then there's no space to reflect on it. You just watch the next people playing the game and then you're up again and you do another scene. And that's all right because improv is ephemeral. You do it and then it ends and then you move on with your life. And that's great, that kind of disposable nature. But I think those reflection points are really uh, essential. So, yeah, once I've led people into that kind of real kind of sense of deep safety and they're feeling really kind of connected to one another, yeah, doing that improv stuff. And then kind of moving into the, la- the, the back part of the workshop will be all about how can we transfer this into real life how we need to take these these things that we've realised about ourselves and how can we make kind of, yeah, commitments to ourselves and others that we're going to keep practising that. And then there'll be a case of taking people out. Like, I've been really interested in how really good workshops gently take you into somewhere really kind of deep and soulful. Authentic Relating Retreats are ace for this. I've done a few of them and they, they do this so well. It's like a gentle downward into the kind of the depth of it and they lead you there for like two days and then the other side they kind of lead you back out of it and there's a series of kind of exercises just to consolidate and kind of just to integrate and to commit to everything that you've 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 yeah you've discovered about yourself and other people there and maybe some time to make some sort of kind of promises to yourself or yeah, written commitments about what you'd like to do, but it's it's not about that. There, there will be some accountability, I think, afterwards. I'd really like to set up kind of a like a follow-up call or some coaching afterwards just to make sure that people are getting the support they need and then take them out of the space and then just like just let the friendships follow from there because I found that when you do a workshop like that, you lead them in very deeply, you take them there, you hold it really safely and then you lead them out the other side. Friendships inevitably happen. Like I've I've got some good friends I met on the, my Berlin Authentic Relating um, experience, and from my Level One experience as well. That I've stayed in touch with because we went we went there, we went into this place and discovered it. And I think that's it. It's about going into this place. I think a lot of improv misses that, and also I think in day to day life, we don't get these kind of deep pockets where it's okay to show a bit more of ourselves. Like uh, this is a vulnerability thing, and. Brené Brown's always harping on about this if you follow any of her work, but it's little spaces where it's okay to kind of drop the armour and show that you've got a soft underbelly and show that, yeah, it's it's not easy, this, this human experience uh, business. But yeah, giving people a taste of, in this workshop, what it is like to be safe and to be in the present, in the here and now, and what it's not like and how that contrasts, and what it's like to have other people alongside you who you can look in the eye and feel like, oh, we're fellow travellers and we've been on an experience together. And then hopefully going away, like having this feeling like I've had that's propelled me to do this workshop is like I'm feeling like this kind of, this sort of hope and this kind of love and of, of what's possible. And I've had the taste of that in the workshop and it's like giving people a taste of that so that they then go out into the world and whether it's in improv or whether it's with their relationship with their friends and family and colleagues at work in their career, that you go, oh, it is possible to have these lovely little pockets where, ah, I'm feeling very much in the here and now. I'm feeling safe and relaxed. Like how to create safety for yourself because, yeah, it's not always easy to, to feel that. And, and how to um, look in someone's eyes and share a bit of yourself and encourage them to feel it's just feel like it's okay and safe to share a bit of themselves as well and all that business like i guess that the, the problem that we're up against in this workshop is this being constantly activated which is nervous system stuff it's like being stimulated aroused distracted maybe even anxious or panic like we're in this heightened state of um 
arousal all the time caused by everything from I'm just looking at the road going past here, noisy cars and buses and sirens and the hum of industry and the proximity of people up in our faces um, as we walk, like if you live in London, you'll know what I mean, but it's not so much a problem up here in Leeds. But And it's the lack of like things like trees and greenery in our lives like that, that calm us and soothe us. And all this kind of arousal and anxiety and tension and frustration just keeps us out of that being present in the here and now. It's why mindfulness has exploded. All mindfulness is, it's just about helping you calm that fuzz, that noise, that chatter that's up in your brain all the time, up in your head, to soothe it and quieten it. That's all mindfulness does. And there's other practices like yoga. Yoga is a way of getting into the body, as a way of getting out of the head and losing that chatter. Authentic relating is the same. It's about getting into the heart as a way of getting through the interference and the chatter. So yeah, what, what, what this workshop will do if it goes really well, I hope, is reduce that chatter, reduce that interference that gets in the way of your kind of innate human potential, your innate capacity to be present in the moment, to be connected to people around you, to feel safe, because I think that is our natural state. Like it's an innate quality within us. You don't need to learn how to be present. You don't need to learn how to connect to other human beings. You know, you don't need to learn how to be safe. It's just um, freeing up the conditions around you in your life to give you that sense of what it is to to be, yeah, relaxed and in the moment. It's there within us. And this is very much theoretical. I'm, I keep seeing evidence in myself the more I work I do with myself and improv and authentic relating and my, my bodily kind of practices and exercise and stuff, the more I'm realizing that, oh, it's already in there. I'm not deficient and short of these, these, these qualities that I'm searching. They're kind of already in me. I just need to keep practicing and living to these principles and forgiving myself when I fall short as well. And hopefully I'll roll that into the workshop. It's like how to be, I guess it's kind of resilience, but it's how to be gentle with yourself when you're not present and not connected like that as well. Like I was saying before, we can resist that and just make the problem worse. So, um, that's the gist of it, I think. That's my workshop. I published a, wor- a, um, a web page explaining all about this, and I've got a little kind of mini mailing list for people who are interested in taking part. If you'd like to be a guinea pig, so this is my invite. This is the, like, if this is the, um, why I'm talking about this is I'm, I'm really curious to get guinea pigs who might like to come and play with me in a room, a little small group maybe, um, to come and uh, help me develop this, this workshop, and you'll get something out of it as well. Um, I'm absolutely confident of that, whatever happens. It's an exploration. I think you will bring something as well. Um, I'm a firm believer, and I take this from improv, is that we're all teachers, and we're all here with gifts, and everyone's got something they can teach us a lesson or a gift to give us if we're just willing to pay attention for it. And, of course, being present to that is what helps us realise what they are. But, um, yeah, bringing people into a room as guinea pigs for beta testers, I'm very curious about that. So get yourself over to chriskenworthy.co.uk forward slash authentic hyphen improv um or if you just google my name and authentic improv or just drop me a note if we're already in touch um i'll share it in the the show notes as well the description of this podcast if you want to go and have a look at that um yeah so yeah guinea pigs please if you're curious to join this or um if you think you've got something to contribute as well maybe you're a practitioner like me i'm a, i'm a professional uh coach and I know a lot of people listen to this are various people working with 
the body and the heart and maybe you'd like to collaborate and join in and help me contribute to the workshop because I don't want to do it alone because it's it's more fun when you're with other people another lesson I'd like to bring in into this whole thing uh, but yeah I'm, I'm interested in collaborators who want to jump in and uh you know fellow improvisers I know there's a lot of improvisers listening to this podcast but if you think you've got something that excites you about this and you you're into this sort of stuff drop me a message and yeah let's play and and I think it's it's kind of better together improv and it's better together this workshop and um, so yeah any suggestions of collaborations also welcome um or if you're neither involved in neither of those things just the reactions like how did this come across like a big part of this is how to articulate what it will be about without um going too much in the the kind of the coachy wanky kind of ephemeral language like i'm talking about presence and connection and authenticity you know and relating like these are all words that i use in my world and they might not mean anything to you you know maybe you can relate to the being up in your head and zoning out and you know feeling that kind of regret later that you weren't very available or to get um feeling like you were there with the people you you could have been there with like th- does that language land with you and if if not, drop me a message. I'd love to hear how you would describe this problem because that will help me reach more people and bring this thing to them because I'll be using language that, that is more relatable and not from my little um, my little uh, world. So, yeah, thanks for listening. Bit of an introspective one. I'll leave you um, from this little windy strip of industrial land. I'm going to go and get myself some fish fingers because I've got this hankering for fish fingers with mayonnaise and gherkin on sourdough sounds good right um it just emerged as a real desire within me as i was doing some skipping that's why i'm on the industrial land there's the context i should have said i came to do some exercise to get out the house and just uh, stretch my body and move and see some trees and greenery just to give myself a little bit of a a pep up because i've been feeling a little under the weather and queasy and coming down with a a head cold and lethargy anyway i'm gonna leave you now thanks for sitting with me as i ruminate on what the possibility of this thing is whatever it is authentic improvisation with chris kenworthy (laughs) yeah um oh just one last thing this isn't just for improvisers i've heard people hear this and go i think this could help with anyone not just improvisers who would like to be more present in the day-to-day so um, yeah, if you see that value in it, yeah, please, please give me some feedback. Inviting feedback, please, please help. Thank you. Bye for now. Goodbye. Love you. Bye.